Hi, and welcome to the Mindful Shape Podcast. This is Paula Parker. Let's talk about black and white thinking. So this is the fallacy that there are only two possibilities when in fact there are multiple alternatives. It doesn't account for context, conditions, or variables. This is the most common mind trap we fall into when it comes to weight loss. Either we're all in and we're doing great, or we're all out and we're kind of off the rails and there's very little room for it in between. Either we're exactly eating on plan and working out, or we go off our plan even a little bit and then we feel really guilty and then eventually we quit completely, the big quit. So have you noticed this thought and behavioral pattern in yourself? What's going on here and how can we stop it? In this episode, I'm going to tell you how to get out of black and white thinking that inevitably derails your long-term weight loss and makes you pretty miserable along the way. So black and white thinking is comprised of three thought errors. One is perfectionism. The second is catastrophizing. And third is being past-focused or future-focused. So let's talk about perfectionism. It's often held as a standard of excellence, right? You want to be perfect on your plan. That would be ideal. But is it really? I'd like to offer that perfection and excellence are different things. And what we're really striving for here is excellence, not perfection. Why? Because we can never control everything. And perfection demands 100% control. Excellence doesn't. Excellence requires ingenuity and adaptability. We need to be adaptable for sustainable weight loss. So am I losing you in theory here? Okay, let's use a real life example. It's like when a client tells me that they can't stay on their food plan when they go out for drinks with colleagues after work because the restaurant doesn't have any healthy options. So she tells me, you know, I'm just going to stop going. Now, how would you respond? Should she stop going? Seems logical, right? If her goal is to stick to her plan and this is derailing her plan, she should avoid it, right? This is how black and white thinking creeps in. You're either 100% in or 100% out. This is diet mentality and why it sucks. And what we're cultivating here is lifestyle mentality. It's excellence, not perfection. So that's why I would argue the opposite. Will going out with colleagues for a drink after work pose challenges to her plan? Sure. But so will life. You can't avoid your life. So ask some questions instead. How can she have both? Is there an option of staying on her plan and going out after work? Maybe she goes, but she doesn't drink. Maybe she goes and eats something that's not on her plan, but that's small enough it won't make a difference. And will that be easy? Maybe not. Maybe her brain will be serving up some self-pity and discomfort about not drinking or not eating like everyone else. That's okay. She can do hard things, right? She can coach herself through it. What I'm saying is that there's a gray area where life happens. So to avoid falling back into that old black and white sand trap, we need to develop a problem-solving mindset instead of a victim mindset. Victim mindset is if it's not perfect, then why even try? Okay, here's another scenario. So your alarm goes off in the morning and instead of getting up and going for your run, which you had planned, you hit snooze. Then you finally get up, you have just enough time to like douse your hair with dry shampoo and head off to work. How do you feel? If you answered like crap, why? What if you actually felt fine about it? 
it's all going to depend on what you make up about hitting snooze and missing your run. If you think it makes you a loser who never does what they say they're going to do and will never lose weight, you will definitely feel like crap. But maybe you think, you know, I really needed that sleep and you recommit to it and you go running that night or you go to bed earlier and you run the next day. Which day out of the two do you think that you're more likely to eat on your plan, which is actually way more important than any kind of exercise you do? Because like that old adage of you can't burn off a bad diet is completely true. Now, if you're wondering, okay, why am I so tough on myself? And you're beating yourself up about that right now. Listen up. You have a tendency to have negative thoughts because our survival brain works really well. It's always on the lookout for threats and danger for what could go wrong. It's trying to protect us. The problem is it can't differentiate between a saber tooth and a work presentation to the board of directors. It thinks both are equally threatening. So it's up to us to work with our own mind and reassure our survival brain that nothing is going wrong here. If you are missing your morning runs consistently, reassess. Is it time to make some changes to your schedule or change up running entirely? Remember, a problem-solving mindset is going to take you much further than beating yourself up about not doing it. Maybe it's time to look at like doing yoga or not even exercising, doing some meditation, or maybe you want to cut back on the days. Maybe instead of five, it's four or three. You get to create your own plan that works for you. The second thought error that I want to talk about uh, in black and white thinking is catastrophizing. Our brains have a tendency to make things worse than they are, which can send us spiraling. Okay, so here's the scenario. You go to the movies on a Friday night with your husband or your boyfriend, whoever, your partner, and you buy a huge bag of buttered popcorn. You aren't going to have any because that's definitely not in your plan. But then you're sitting there and he's munching away in your ear or she's munching away and you can smell the intoxicating aroma and your mouth is watering and you think, well, you know, maybe I'll just have a little. And at first you're just taking a few to try, then handfuls, and before you know it, you're elbow deep and he's wondering where his popcorn went. Now, now the movie starts and you spend the whole time ruminating on going off your plan then the next day, you see that the scale has gone up a few pounds, maybe like four to five pounds, depending on how much salt you took in, and you feel gross and bloated. This is total catastrophe, right? So at brunch, you think, well, I should get the, you know, enter a healthy option here, avocado toast, oatmeal, whatever it is, but you really want the super, well, let's just say less healthy version. So like cream cheese, eggs, Benny, or something like that. And what the hell, you know, you already went off plan and this is how the weekend goes all with the intention of getting back on plan on Monday, right? So what's the circumstance here? Remember the circumstance is just the facts. It's what all observers can agree to. So there are no opinions here. They are neutral, not good or bad. In this case, the circumstance is that you ate popcorn. That's it. You ate popcorn. Everything that happens after is in your control. Now, what are the thoughts you had about eating the popcorn? That's the key here. You get to decide what it means. You get to decide what to think about it. And it's important it's not automatic because it will lead you to feel and act based on that thought. 
So in this scenario, you likely had a lot of self-defeating thoughts about eating the popcorn and going off plan. You made it mean a whole lot of negative things about you and about life. It was a catastrophe. Maybe they look like, you know, I have no self-control. I always go off plan. I'll never be able to stick to my plan. My weight loss goal is impossible. Or maybe they're less defining and they come in the form of, it won't matter, you know, what I eat now because I've already gone off plan, so who cares? All of these thoughts create a host of guilty, despairing feelings that just lead to a lower energy that then fuels your overeating actions over the entire weekend. And do you see also how the entire weekend then was determined by the past? So this leads me to the next thought error, which is being entirely past focused or future focused. Black and white thinking is predicated on thoughts of the past, what you ate, how you screwed up again, or on the future, how one day, maybe tomorrow, or maybe on Monday, you'll get back on plan. But definitely not now, right? So you better enjoy the freedom now because restriction is going to rear its ugly head again soon. I had a client who was much more focused on the future. To avoid discomfort about overeating, she kept telling herself that she would start the next day and that even if she gained weight today, that that would be okay because she could lose it in the future. And, you know, it's not that hard to lose weight. But this became a habitual pattern of thinking and the overeating only continued. So that future in which it would be easy to lose weight never actually came. And then eventually she just got really, really frustrated. It's hard to be in the present sometimes though. I am not here to sugarcoat anything, but I am here to acknowledge that it's worth it. Okay. As much as it's so tempting to focus on your screw up from the past and then allowing yourself to ride that wave of push off the work for your future self to deal with, neither will get you any closer to your goal. Trust me, I have lived this. So the only way is for you to see what's happening and be real with yourself. It doesn't matter what happened yesterday, this morning to 10 minutes ago. And don't set yourself up for more weight loss down the road. Remind yourself that it actually won't be easier than it is right now. And that's okay. Sometimes it's hard, but it will get easier over time as you work with yourself. Send yourself a ton of love and compassion. So here's the solution to black and white thinking. Notice where you are. Is it perfectionism? Catastrophizing? Are you making a huge deal out of what happened? Or is it you're caught up in the future or past thinking? So take a deep breath. Can you allow what's happening in this moment? Does it feel overwhelming? Nothing is going wrong. This is just your survival brain alarming you. But they're false alarms. You will not die. Be here in this moment. When you get good at this, when you can make friends with the present moment and cultivate a feeling of acceptance of whatever's coming at you, then you're in the driver's seat again. Identify the circumstance, remind yourself it's neutral, and you get to apply the meaning to it. Think of how relative this is. When one person slips up, it's actually another person's idea of a perfect day. This is totally subjective. Okay, what thoughts do you want to think on purpose? Let's go back to the popcorn example. 
What are thoughts that would serve your winning formula? A lifestyle mindset. Think of it as merely a setback. Okay, so here are some examples. You can say to yourself, I went off plan and that's okay. I'm determined to stay on plan today. Or I'm disappointed in myself because I didn't do what I said I was going to do. And that's okay because I'm recommitting to myself now and I will do better in the future. Or this is a process. How can I learn from this, right? I always love that quote of you're either winning or learning. And finally, you can think, what do I want to do differently next time? So plan for success in the future and recommit. So get used to talking to yourself in this way. This is what self-coaching is. This is how we begin to live our lives from a place of direction versus default. Imagine how you might feel if you had these types of thoughts on a regular basis. You might feel more determined, compassionate, and committed. And imagine what actions you would then take inspired action. You might ensure you ate only on plan that day, or you got your movement in. And what's going to be your result? You don't let one slip up bring you crashing down and undo all the hard work you did previously. You course correct. You don't head straight into the iceberg. And eventually you get to your natural weight because you haven't been punishing yourself with food. But you may be thinking, well, I'm a perfectionist and it's been really good for me, but don't confuse perfectionism with high expectations. So step one, notice what is your brain serving up? Respond from your authentic self. Even if you don't believe it at first, just keep practicing. This is a process. Step two is know that you don't have to wait a week or a week until after the weekend or until January 1st to start again you know, day one. I've had a million day ones. (laughs) Think of every meal as a new opportunity to make a healthy choice. So I hope this gives you a little more clarification on what black and white thinking is, a bit of a breakdown. It's so common and so pervasive, but there are always more than two ways of being and two ways to relating to things. So you are in good company with all of us who have been there. And now that you understand it a bit better, you'll notice it sooner and hopefully you won't let it bring you down anymore. Okay, thanks for listening and I'll talk to you next week. Hey, if you like this podcast, feel free to find me on my website at mindfulshape.com or Instagram at mindful underscore shape. You can also book a free mini session with me to take this work deeper and see what coaching one-on-one is like. You can book that mini session on my website. I hope to see you there. Bye.